Hey, husband. <sighs> yes, wife. Why do seagulls fly over the sea? Oh, don't do this, wife. Because if they flew over the bay, they'd be beggles. Wow. Welcome back, everyone, to Random's Thoughts. I'm Husband. And I'm Wife. And we're here to talk about the WOW TCG. Hooray! Here in Episode 9. Number 9? Number 9? Number 9? I have no idea what that's referencing. The White Album. What? How Are We Married? The what? Okay, now I know you're trolling me, and I kind of hate you. The what? <laughs> don't, don't go there. Anyway... So at the top of the show, we wanted to throw a couple shout-outs to Justin and Jacob for emailing us about the questions we had in our last podcast for the group, which basically amount to what does all our listeners out there or what do all our listeners out there want to hear about as we're moving forward. So we got a couple of responses, and of course it's never too late to send in those emails. Randomsthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. That's randomsthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. By all means, feel free to continue emailing us. Drop us a line on Facebook. We definitely do love hearing from people, and we're definitely open to ideas. So moving from there, speaking of Facebook, there was actually some really cool and interesting news. So instead of what we had originally planned today or for this recording, which was going to be another deck tech leading into Gen Con, we're actually going to shift gears and eventually circle back to some other deck ideas. But Wife is going to go over some of the new and interesting things that came up on the Facebook group. Yes, so one of the big things, thanks to Mr. William, who is running the Gen Con event, and just in case any of you have Gen Con tickets, because I was going to say buy some Gen Con tickets, but it's sold out from now until forever. Yeah, it uh, supposedly this is the first year that they sold out all of the Sunday and all of the Thursday tickets. Yeah, so um, usually when we've been in the past, only two times since in the past, but Thursday and Sunday are pretty dead. Not this year. Yeah, it's the the joint is going to be jumping, and uh, I'm a little nervous going in, only with that many people. You know, I like, mean, is it going to be super cramped? It's going to be like how it Saturday was last year, just all four days. Yeah. But anyway, to talk about Gen Con a little bit first, the event is at 1 o'clock on Friday. So if you uh, have some generic tickets and you're looking to use them, come on down and play some WoW. Or even if you only have, you know, an hour in between other events, a half hour in between other events, or you just want to check out what it is, if you, I don't know how you stumbled on the WoW TCG podcast if you didn't know what it was to begin with, but let's assume that that's the case. Feel free to come by, hang out, talk to people, maybe play some games on the side. We're definitely going to be looking for it. And we definitely had a few people last year that were just hanging around and said, hey, I remember this. And um, we also had some people who asked on any downtime to look at our decks and try to learn how to play. And if you're interested in that, shoot us an email and we can bring even more decks. Trust me, if it's one thing we're not short on, it's ideas for decks. I have ideas for days. Yeah. And we have a basement that proves it. That's for sure. But as we're getting a little bit closer, which we are so excited for, so our few reminders 
for Gen Con itself. One being that uh, Winter Veil Disguise Kit is banned along with Unending Breath. And if you've listened to previous podcasts, you understand that we're on board for those because those decks are interesting. Well, it's also a departure from last year. There was a longer list last year, so yes. there may be a couple of deck ideas that you weren't able to run before that you could now. But as wife said, the bunnies combo is not really fun to play with or against. It's been said by the deck's creator himself as well. Uh, it may or may not actually be that good anymore, but it's just a miserable experience for anyone involved. Yeah. And Wintervale Disguise Kit while not overpowered, is just... The card literally doesn't do what it says. It's not even really close. Yeah. So, so it's a nightmare. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to lose too much sleep or shed too many tears over either of those cards going away. I definitely won't. But, um, so those cards are both gone. However, you can proxy any card you please. Hooray. Which is important as cards are getting scarcer and scarcer and there are only a handful of places that i've been able to find to order singles from anymore and even some of them when i order it they've emailed me back and said oh by the way even though we listed that we had 200 on the site we actually only have three so we're very excited to see everybody out at the gen con event we are probably only going to be playing in the retro wow tcg championship however on Thursday night, there is going to be a cube draft. Oh. And I don't know if the Vegas guys listen to our podcast. I know they're going to be there for the Verse event, that the new Upper Deck card game. That's It's the Verse 2PCG, two-player card game. It follows a different distribution method. So it, it's actually a really cool game, and we'll do an off-topic on it sooner or later. But... They will probably be playing in that. I know they were big drafters and big proponents of Cube Draft for WoW. And it's honestly a format I haven't had the opportunity to play, but it is something I want to try. It's just our scheduling doesn't work out this year. So it's something we're going to get into in a few minutes when we talk about formats. But there was one other major announcement, Wife, that you yes. haven't gone over yet. Well, I was doing the Gen Con announcements first, but... Since we'll get into that right now. So, our wonderful William Dyer has announced, and um, a few people have mentioned before, about the possibility of bringing this game back from the completely dead. Maybe making it undead. So, not Sylvanas levels of undead, but more like Abomination levels of undead. So, Stitches? Yes. Okay. Big and chubby and semi-sentient. Stitches is fully aware of what he's doing. He loves to play. Yes, and by play you mean hang people up with a meat cleaver. Anyway, <laughs> but what I was saying is that a few people, us included, have been bugging Will. Thank you, Will, for listening to people bugging you. The idea is about creating custom cards so we can try to bring this game back from the completely dead. So if you check out WoW TCG browser, it's actually a card database that you can use currently, and we've mentioned it on our website. Which is randomsthoughts.wordpress.com. Thank you, wife. If you check out WoW TCG browser, you could always just Google it. 
there's actually a custom card creator on there where you can upload your own art, but it gives you the template so that you can create an ally or an ability or an equipment or whatever, throw whatever classes on there and, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. So that's one way that you can get in on the fun, and they do have some, or, uh, well, not just some, a lot of things that people already created. And across other communities, we've talked before about how Magic has had a long history of people making custom cards. I would venture to guess just about everybody who's played that game at one point or another has said, hey, I can do this better. Now, whether they can do it better than the designers is another story, but you also have the Dragon Ball Z community. You also have the Magi Nation community. You also have the original Verse game, which, to my knowledge, is still, air quotes, producing sets through a group of players that still are trying to keep the game alive. Naturally, nothing is physically printed. There are no cards sold in packs. That gets into a whole legal rights thing. But people do create ideas of, hey, this is this new guy that I'm creating. This is this new ability that I'm creating. And I think it's really exciting to have that opportunity. Not that it was ever not there, but people really talking about, hey, let's try this for a while. And now that we are slightly more organized as a community again, now albeit we're still a quite small community, but... It'll start somewhere. Yeah. So um, with the community being started, we, and starting to be centralized and organized mostly because there's only one or two places for us to be anymore. We are hoping that we can uh, help William out in September was his goal to start discussing custom cards. Now one of the cool things when the game was still alive if you weren't aware is that similar to Magic if you won Worlds you had the opportunity to create a card. Now it would still end up going through R&D and they would review and tweak and change whatever you submitted, and then eventually it would be produced in the next year's primary set. So, like Scourge War, for example. Twilight Vanquisher Nolan, I believe, was Jim Fleckenstein's card that he had submitted whenever prior. So, this precedent has existed for a while, and it's something that we think would be cool maybe in future events at Gen Con, that maybe that's what the winner does, is try Create to Create their up. own card? Right. Which kind of segues into our next discussion about formats. So, um, obviously, and I agree with William, he had posted a concern that um, you don't want to be able, you don't want to be exclusionary towards new people. Now, you, granted, there, since these cards aren't being sold, yeah. there's... You know, it's not somebody can't afford the $150 Edwin. You don't want to be exclusive, I guess I'm saying, in, like, people who are brand new to the game who maybe purchased a couple of starters at Gen Con and they come up, oh, I want to play WoW. Oh, I heard that this card Broderick was really good, to quote William. But, oh, it kind of sucks now in modern uh, WoW because... And believe modern it or not, classic, there's... Ever Every once in a while, you'll see a post on the subreddit, or you'll see it show up elsewhere where somebody says, hey, I found these cards at a Target, or I found these cards at a Walmart, you know, in the discount section, and people are asking, is it worth jumping back into the game? I found five packs at a, the dollar store a couple of months ago, and 
I didn't need those sets because it was Scourge War, and I didn't need those sets, but I bought them anyway because they made my heart happy. <laughs> well, Scourge War is a decent set to buy. I, know, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in that set. How how much Scourge War do we have in the basement? Not as much as I'd like. Well, we got five new, five okay. new packs. Anyway, point being is that you do have to be very careful about whether you add things to a format and then someone new coming in or even an existing player is now, I don't know, like wife put it, is now excluded as a result of, well, my favorite thing is now not playable or I didn't even know these cards existed and you're walking into the bear trap kind of thing because you don't yep. even know what's out there that people are doing these in our community are creating these things. So that's kind of the, the other edge of the double-edged sword with this. It's great that there's new content, but new content has to be carefully curated. Yes, which leads us to September and the beginning of possibly playtesting a lot of new ideas and coming up with new ideas. So one way my husband and I had talked about in a way to keep it fair um, to and keep it inclusive to new people is to run essentially two events. So you could have a classic classic event or a modern classic event, which would be a way to um, differentiate between added new cards and old cards and make sure that everybody has a chance to play. Exactly. And it's kind of, I don't want to say the only way, but it, it seems to be the cleanest way to have a distinction between the two and still having your cake and eating it as well. Yeah. Because otherwise, you run into all the potential pitfalls that William was describing and we talked about briefly. But with these multiple formats, it, it isn't perfect either. The problem there is the obvious. You have to have numbers for both. Maybe, you know, if you start siphoning population from one to the other, someone says, I only want to play in one WoW event at Gen Con. Now you have Cube Classic and Modern Classic. That could be a problem. Right. Because we do recognize that not everyone is us and goes to Gen Con strictly in order to play the WoW TCG. Exactly. It would be great if everybody did, but <laughs> let's <laughs> be real for a second. I don't know if that's ever going to happen ever again. Yeah, let, let's be real for a second. So... That's our thought that we just want to throw it out there looking at other formats. One of the other things that we wanted to suggest, and this isn't a great way to test the cards. So you could have your modern classic with these added cards and you could keep it essentially, air quotes, normal rules. The other option is to look into alternative deck building scenarios such as Highlander or Chaos Format if you want to take the Cryptozoic moniker. So it would be interesting to try and say, well, I would love to play Highlander anyway. I, we played it at Worlds back in 2013, yeah. and then we played it for fun on the side, you know, at our local battlegrounds and stuff. I know, wife, you're not a huge fan of this format. I mean, okay. Last time we played Highlander, I was on my 10th concussion, and I couldn't remember what half the cards did. The one reason I really don't like Highlander is because you have to know what pretty much every card in the entire game ever does. No, we only have to know the good ones. 
So you pretty <laughs> much have to know almost every card that has ever been played ever. And so people get annoyed with me because <laughs> I would be like, wait, what the hell does that do? Let me look at this card, read it real quick, try to maybe sketchily read it upside down and get a migraine while I'm trying to read it upside down because I, yeah. You could just ask and read their card. But then you get dirty looks and I feel bad that oh. I don't know all the stuff. Well, either way, in in any case, it Highlander is a format that I think is worth exploring. However, it as we mentioned, there was an event at Gen Con 2013. The MetaMart sponsored it, and they were intending, I think, moving forward to do more. Obviously, that never came to fruition. But the problem with it is, is again, alienating new players, potentially. Yeah. As wife was saying, she's been playing for a while and she didn't recognize all the cards. How do you think someone who's just starting out is going to feel? Secondly, or maybe not secondly, but one another concern is that, well, you need to iron out exactly all the rules. There's the chaos format that was produced by Cryptozoic, which had a bunch of extra rules. Then there's, for lack of a better way to put it, plain Highlander. And then there could be a third option to tie into the custom cards, I would say do some sort of hybrid. Instead of having the Chaos format heroes, which were the original five Dragonflight heroes, so Alex Straza, Nosdormu, Deathwing, Isera, etc., the you would instead create, you know, maybe a Sylvanas hero. Now there is literally a Sylvanas hero or Jaina hero, but give them some weird deck building restrictions. And then there's your custom cards, and then one of the deck building rules is Highlander. So Sylvanas would be, you know, you can only use undead allies, or undead and death knight allies. But they could be, then she gets access to hunter and something else abilities. You know, those sort of things, or restrict it and then give her some weird flip. So that you can have these unique deck building scenarios, giving people a lot of flexibility, a lot of chance to, or a lot of chances to exercise their creativity but still ratcheting back the power level and circling back to what we originally started with keeping it independent of the classic classic format yeah but husband you forgot the biggest problem with highlander decks and what's that People with small hands can't freaking shuffle those decks. Well, yeah, that goes to what I was saying about the, the deck building rules you don't have to have a hundred cards <laughs> okay but if you have 100 cards, people with small hands can't shuffle those decks. It doesn't work. It just doesn't happen. You pile shuffle, and that takes for freaking ever. And So there, just as a quick sidebar, there was a card in Magic called Battle of Wits that at the start of your turn, if you had over 200 cards in your deck, you win the game immediately. People would show up with 250-card decks. Some guy next to me in regionals one year <laughs> dropped... A a 200 card card box like long box on the table and it's like I'm not gonna bother like he was explaining to his opponent how the logistics were gonna work it was actually comical on the outside looking in yeah I um even for funsies I don't think I would ever ever feel the need to do that oh the, I think something like that should probably be a custom card like to let somebody somebody out there is gonna want to do that like that's a funny idea So, husband, what else did we need to cover today? Well, at this point, we've gone over, you know, 
the housekeeping stuff with our emails. We ran through what William had described his plan, I guess, long term for the community going forward. Then we talked a little bit about the formats and we interspersed some ideas for custom cards, which we have plenty, plenty more of and would love to hear other people's ideas. So throw it in the Facebook group. If you want us to maybe review your card on the podcast, by all means, feel free to send it to us and we'd be more than happy to do that. Yeah. Um, if you want to put it in the Facebook comments um, and we can see it and other people can see it, please do. If you want to put it on Reddit, please do. If you want to email us because you're not entirely sure that you want everyone and their mother commenting on it, I don't really think anybody's mothers are on it, but it's, anyway. But if you don't want everybody and their mother commenting on it and you just want our thoughts, please send us an email. And if you just want an email back as opposed to talking about it on the podcast, just write that down. We don't have to talk about everything we get sent. In fact, we've not talked about things before. So <laughs> it works. And if you want to comment more on the formats or if you have other ideas, I think now is a good time ahead of it. It's always been my experience, not specifically with WoW, but just in general, when you're trying to put these things together, a lot of people will chime in after the fact. Yeah. And, you know, we're already six months in, and it's like, oh, well, we should have done this. Now, it's not that it's a bad time to bring up the ideas, because if there's a problem or a suggestion, you should definitely voice it. But obviously, the earlier the better. So if you tell everybody whatever your idea happens to be or your suggestion early on, it makes it a lot smoother down the road when you can plan for it instead of trying to put on the brakes and switch gears. Yeah. It's kind of like group projects in high school and college. Don't be the kid who talks about what you should have done after you did the presentation. Yeah, that doesn't help anybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a reason why everybody hates group projects. That kid is the reason. So, as we were saying, any suggestions, any comments, definitely bring them up. It's good to have a discussion about these sort of things because we all are invested in how this game goes from here on out. So, from there, I think we're going to close up shop and move into off-topic. And for those of you who are interested, our off-topic today surrounded a wonderful Gen Con event which is going to be the Harry Potter TCG, which is my other love of dead card game. I, sure. So, for <laughs> now, I'm wife. And I'm husband. See you at Gen Con. So, talking a little bit about the Harry Potter TCG. Husband, are you excited? Oh, I can barely contain myself. So, um, <laughs> there is one large point of contention in our marriage. Um, one? <laughs> okay, there's a few <laughs> large points of contention in our marriage. The biggest one, however, is husband has never read the Harry Potter books. You are correct, wife. I have seen the movies, though, and that's basically better than reading no, the books, right? I, uh, you're going to make my head explode. I mean, really, what, what oh, more are you getting out of the books? I hate you so much sometimes. I mean, anyway. the movies pretty much tell you everything, right? So he is giggling to himself like a four-year-old little girl. So just to, to explain a little bit, I don't have any problem with Harry Potter. I just love getting under wife's skin when it comes to this because it's so easy. So in reality, this game is actually really cool. It's like WoW, a now long, long dead game. What was the... 
the last uh, set, like 2004? Yeah, something like that. Let's it say, died long before WoW. Yeah, let's say 2004, just for the sake of it. So that the books weren't even done yet at that point, yeah. correct? The books were not had not been completed. And um, ultimately, the sets that were released only went up through what, book three out of seven? Uh, yeah, I don't even think it... No, it didn't even go all the way into three. It was pretty much book one and book two, and there you go. Now, the, the game, I don't know what the target audience was aside from Harry Potter fans, but it definitely has some very interesting game mechanics for people who just enjoy card games or games in general. So the resource system is very unique, the way you play cards, and really everything about it is very interesting. Your life total, instead of being a printed value on a card or an arbitrary number that's chosen, is actually your deck. So any time that you deal or take damage... It's tracked by putting cards from the top of your deck into your graveyard. When you run out of cards, game over. Or if your opponent runs out of cards, game over. So, um, super obnoxious when you watch, like, oh, I have this card coming, I know it's coming, oh, wait, here I go, have to discard it, because I got injured. Yes, so if you like mill decks for Magic, or WoW, or whatever your game of choice is, this is the game for you, you will love it, because that is literally how you win the game. Yes. So, um, moving into Gen Con itself, last year they ran, um, and by they I mean Stefan, he is a great and wonderful wizard. He ran a Giant Wars, which is similar to Highlander, so it's 100 single cards in a deck. Resources, obviously. Squib, which is strictly a uh, common and a few uncommons deck. Pauper or peasant, if you're familiar with magic terminology. Yes, and then, and the main event, which was a modern tournament, so basically using any of the, I think, four sets. So the the classic analog, but for this game. It's really fun. Last year, we were able to play in a starter event, and by the way, if you have any questions about this game, please get onto the Facebook for the Harry Potter TCG. The group is very active. If you have a question, it will be answered usually in under 15 minutes, which is pretty nice when husband and I have been sitting there going, what the heck does this card do? Yeah, so quick uh, anecdote. From last year going into Gen Con, we were really focused on playing WoW. We were really excited about playing it. We were going to get back in, and we were looking... Aside from that, we realized going into the event, well, hey, what are we going to do for the other three days since we were getting in on Thursday? And wife, being a huge Harry Potter fan, said, hey, there's a card game for it. So we went and looked up cards. We went and tried to find it. We realized maybe a week before the event, mostly because wife found the Facebook group and posted there, that we had no idea and we were playing the game completely wrong yeah. for the weeks leading up to it. So the... Your turn is based on actions rather than mana resources. So if you played Netrunner is the more recent example that I know of. Every turn you you get refreshed for two actions. You can spend one action to play a card, and that could be any card. Or you can use two actions to do very other specific things. So yeah. certain cards require two actions to play. Most require one. You could also burn an action to draw a card. Yes. Which, given that your deck is your life total, as you would imagine, there's There's some... There's a balance going on there. Exactly. So when we first tried to play, we were tapping our resources, which are your lessons. 
and that's not what you do. We were using, I think, actions to attack with certain creatures, but the creatures auto-attack every time, you, well, right before your turn starts, right. which remember that because that was hard to remember. But in general, it's a really great game. We are excited to play it this year. Unfortunately, the Squib event is at the same time as the Harry Potter event. So That um, being said, last year they were basically right in the same area. So if you want to come hang out, you can definitely watch WoW, and then in between rounds, turn around and watch Harry Potter, or vice versa, and you can get it all in in one shot. Yes. The games themselves that we're doing this year he's doing all the same events as last year which i'm very excited about the giant wars is going to be thursday evening i believe if anybody wants to come on out for that and then the main event the classic event is on saturday he is also doing a cube draft and like husband said um he doesn't have much experience in cube drafts i have no experience in cube drafts so feel free to come on out and kick my butt in a cube draft but uh, talking about some of the decks that uh, for Gen Con, for the Harry Potter, I'm excited to see what everybody brings out. I'm sure there'll be lots of, lots of animals, creatures decks. And we do have a two-time champion and in Mr. Josiah. And so I'm excited to see what he brings out because he always has fun decks to play. So... I hope if you have some extra time, if you're coming out to Gen Con, you will look up the Harry Potter TCG. Even if you're not coming to Gen Con, um, on the Harry Potter TCG Facebook group, a and I'm going to say your name wrong, and I apologize because I'm going to say your name wrong, but Matuz Koteja um, is starting to create a uh, deck builder online. So we should can actually be all great because there's, there's not a, to my knowledge, a good card database for this game. Yeah. So please come check it out. It's a really fun game to play, and I think everybody would enjoy it. Would enjoy it, especially if you were a big fan of Harry Potter. Hi everyone. If you like the show. And if you want to see some of our deck lists written out or some of our other thoughts about the game, please visit us at our website, randomsthoughts.wordpress.com. Again, that's randomsthoughts.wordpress.com. And you can also email us at randomsthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon.